I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Nanda Kumar, President and Chief Executive Officer of SunTech Business Solutions. Nanda, you believe that moving from pricing and billing to value management of the customer lifecycle is a key priority for banks. What do you mean by that and why is it the key priority? Let me just elaborate. We all know that um, banks are in a significantly transition phase and we talk about digital transformation, which is anyway happening across the whole globe, be it as banking or be it as any other industry. But one of the challenges specifically banks are faced with is the continued reliance on the legacy core banking system, which is impacting banks' ability to innovate digitally. According to a research that we conducted with American Banker very recently, while almost 80% of the banks, especially the retail banks, started using um, modernized core banking capability, but interestingly, more than, more than uh, 80%, almost 82% of them are still using legacy banking infrastructure, which is in a way uh, affecting their ability to innovate and uh, almost 67% of them has responded saying that that is considered as one of their key dampening of their initiative. Now, additionally, customers are looking for more personalization because they're now people are exposed to so much of convenience in their day-to-day uh, life in every aspect of other interaction with service providers, be it is e-commerce or be it is telecom, be it is other kind of uh, OTT players and things like that. And banks definitely have to invest on creating that uh, experience for the customer. So in this uh, sense, they have to go beyond just not only about the integrating their own service within their ecosystem. It is time for them to go beyond that and uh, providing more ecosystem-based product and services to the customer. And they just can't depend on anymore just the interest-based income. It has to extend and beyond uh, that and uh, value-based product and services and value-based engagement, which makes a huge amount of uh, benefit to the customer. In fact, banks are realizing this. They are saying that um, the importance of modernizing their core is important. 60% of the retail banks are surveyed said that they are now actively prioritizing, optimize their functions and foster innovation a digital innovation like can enable this. So what they're saying is while they have the constraint, they still they need to come out with a layer, which we call as a digital core, which will give them this ability while the legacy system remain in their functional areas. The innovations or flexibility of bringing comprehensive product and services into the customer's uh, forte, a customer's engagement layer, is something which people are looking at. And that's what we are seeing across the globe. Is the basic problem, you're saying that you know, people have got the idea, yes, we need to modernize, we need to get mm-hmm. rid of these legacy systems, and they modernize their core, and then they find they've still got legacy systems that are holding back the implementation of the new systems. The new systems just take care of that part of it, but then still you can't take uh, rip and replace everything, right? They they start with one part of it, so that will give them certain capability. Even then, you need an architecture or framework where, while individual core systems remain as it is, which is which are actually very good in terms of 
giving the functional capability of the account management and ledger management and you know core uh, transaction integrity and those things are while remaining in terms of customer engagement it has to go into an intelligent layer which can look at the interaction from various channels and various uh, uh, needs of the customer and which can orchestrate the kind of customer experience and of course within that context comes in the ability to price customer centric and also offer products and services which is hyper personalized are you saying that that's something that people are forgetting to do or people are not thinking so that is what be? people are people are uh, uh, trying to do now and uh, that's one of the approaches which uh, which has become relevant right now and many of the engagement which we are having are with that kind of strategic approach i've said this to a number of people the bottom line issue is that banks have a lot of information they have a lot of data they know yeah. a lot of stuff but by and large they don't know they know it and even if they do know they know it they're not leveraging it absolutely right uh, you are spot on in fact uh, the amount of information that banks have the inside the uh, the data they have they may not have the insight even now is phenomenal and uh, the biggest thing is that this, these are all data which are actual transactions which customers have performed and what they want to what they have been performing and that insight, monetization of that information for customers' own benefit, it is not about leveraging for banks' own benefit, it is looking from customers' own benefit, is a phenomenal possibility. So they are leveraging and people are looking at it, and there are banks who have embarked that kind of journey. And we are associated with some, some such organizations across the globe, right, from Australia onwards to North America. So this is where there is a technology gap that you're addressing. What are the trends you're seeing in terms of banks actually getting to grips with this? Obviously, you mentioned hyper-personalization. This is something that banks have got to do to differentiate themselves. The biggest advantage, as you rightly said, is the banks have got the complete information, a lot of data about the customer. How can they use that information to look at uh, what are the product and services which are absolutely useful to the customer and look at providing the services, not only banking and financial services, even going beyond that, using the, the current open banking initiatives or ecosystem model and bring uh, the collective bargaining power of their customer base for the benefit of the customers. And in the process, the banks move beyond just becoming the utility service of banking, giving benefit to the customer. In this context, you have to create more insight-driven, hyper-personalized product and services to the customer. So the kind of trends which we are seeing right now is banks are looking at these levels of engagement, these kind of product and services, where uh, they're bringing in capabilities, where the enterprise level product and services catalog, which is cutting across beyond their product and services capability and the ability to price and bill based on uh, the holistic offering. For example, just instead of making a mortgage product, looking at the, the whole journey of making house ownership to that level of personalized and helping them in financing it and helping them in planning for it, even going beyond traditional banking. We are calling it as need-based banking. That's one level of uh, engagement. Another level is, of course, liberating their own internal APIs, 
uh, were banging as a service bars and providing that as an infrastructure for other uh, fintechs and uh, service providers to and providing the banking and financial services as an underlying substrate. Uh, we've been talking a lot about customer-facing solutions and what banks yeah. need to do to appeal more to their customers and who they need to work with to appeal more to their customers. But there is another level to this, isn't there, about how banks can streamline their internal processes and their own operations to become more efficient and better at doing what they need to be doing in the middle and back office. This capability of when when you're talking about hyper-personalized products, you have to integrate your own uh, uh, internal uh, subsystems, integrate all of them in terms of the entire workflows and managing that. And in fact, when you go into the ecosystem-based products, the workflows have to uh, go beyond uh, your own infrastructure. And that's where the newer technologies, where microservices based architecture, API based ecosystem is playing a major role. They are leveraging in one way. There, you might just provide your API as on a on a service. I mean, as a service which which can monitor, which can be monetized. We are also helping banks in certain areas in monetizing their own API services. And not only that, the product and service catalog going beyond their traditional product and services. And here, using the API-based uh, technical infrastructure, they are able to provide you know, goods and services beyond that. And their back-office connections, I mean, the whole workflow is also part of such infrastructure. It often strikes me that we're on a huge journey at the moment, and it's a journey that people are traveling on, picking up speed. There has been more change and more development in the way banks operate in the past decade than in the past couple of hundred years. Do we have a clear idea? Do you have a clear idea of what the bank of the future is going to look like? Is it indeed going to be a bank or is it just going to be a service provider? Yeah. In fact, bank has got both opportunities, right, today. By virtue of their big, uh, they're one of the institutions which individuals, you and me, trust to keep your money. There is an inherent strength they have, provided they walk the talk. So there is a significant amount of effort going in this direction to gain complete trust of the customers by providing more transparency, uh, providing for explainability in what they're doing in terms of charging, in terms of providing services. That is one kind of possibility that's evolving. Another aspect is that the bank of the future is going to be not, need not be just financial institutions, but it becoming a true customer's partner, a trusted partner who can harness their ecosystem in providing holistic product and service to the customers, the need-based banking. I would see, I mean, we have at least three large organizations in different part of the world embark this kind of uh, marketplaces. So every organization is trying to open up market spaces and play a marketplace or market space where customers can come and buy product and services which are qualified by the bank, which has got certain kind of leverage uh, for the customer's benefit in terms of its prices, in terms of its ability to purchase. um, It is highly beneficial for the customer buying from that ecosystem and they're getting loyalty, they're getting returns and benefits based on continuous use of that ecosystem. 
So here, uh, what is really happening is that it is taking away a lot of unnecessary spend, otherwise in a siloed economic ecosystem. Instead, they're all getting integrated. The money being wasted, otherwise people trying to market, trying to produce goods which are not relevant to the customers, all that kind of wastage is taken away. It is completely a win-win for all the parties in the ecosystem, all the stakeholders in the ecosystem. That kind of model is I we are foreseeing, and people are already starting to make that journey. And especially with the ability to modern information technology capabilities of uh, AI and machine learning, we can make it more personalized, hyper-personalized for the customer. Thank you very much, Nanda Kumar, President and Chief Executive Officer of Suntech Business Solutions.